Hi guys, on today's podcast, we're talking about dialing in your focus for the big competition. So if you're a gymnast, your competition season is roaring along. And as we're getting closer to those state meets, kids are probably feeling more pressure to be perfect, to really show up and give it their best. And what happens is that that extra pressure unleashes what I call competition monkey mind. So today I'm going to talk about how to tame that monkey that's bouncing around in your head, what you should focus on while you're competing, and how to use your biggest distractors as your best focusing tool. Let's do it. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey, everybody. It's me, Coach Rebecca Smith. And today, talking about focus. So a lot of gymnasts this time of year are maybe having their last qualifier for state. Some kids are coming back from injury or mental blocks and are like, I have one chance to get the qualified. Or maybe you're already in for the state meet and you're feeling like, oh, I really want to qualify. I really want to do well. So what happens is the pressure starts to like really fall on the shoulders of these young athletes because their you know, coaches are telling them, you should be perfect. You've been doing this for months. This should be amazing. And so the threat of failure comes in and these athletes are feeling a little stressed. And then what happens is, let, you know, when you walk out into that competition arena, th- there's all these threats that are being sensed. I have my little, my little tiger on my desk that reminds me of like those threats. So that little mind is going, <gasps> threat of judgment, threat of failure, threat of mistakes, threat of not making it, being left out, all of these threats. And the way that the brain is designed is that when there's a threat even if it's just to your social life, your brain doesn't know, this threat feels like there's a tiger chasing me. So then what happens is the focus narrows in. And this is good, right? If you're being chased by a tiger, your focus narrows in and you get out. So you look at the exit route and you go, 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 go. Your adrenaline surges and you can get out. (laughs) So if anybody like me when I was young would walk into a meet and be like, get me out of here. I'm gonna pee my pants and this is not good. That's normal. Your brain is telling you, get out. This is scary. So, the good thing about it, though, is that your focus narrows, your adrenaline surges, you get more energy, you can actually have a better focus. So, if you use your focus properly, you can perform much better in competition than you do in practice. It's true, it's totally possible. So what you want to do is take that, I call it like the the focus flashlight. So you have sort of this like floodlight of like, I'm paying attention to a lot of things. When you're under pressure, it narrows in and you're focusing on just one thing. So if you're focusing on the wrong thing, like what could go wrong, your opponents, scores, the worries, the butterflies in your stomach, anything other than what's happening right now in your performance then you're potentially sacrificing that superpower of focus. So today I'm going to talk about how to get your focus on what you want it on so that you can do well in competition. First though, I'm going to talk to the parents. (laughs) Parents, 
Don't be the distraction that derails your kid. I was meeting with a team the other day. I love doing team sessions. I was with this group of athletes and I was like, you know, write down all your top distractions because we're all dialing in focus right now. So they wrote down all their top distractions. I was throwing out some examples. It was like the shout out when you're on beam. They're like, shout out from little Susie, you got this. And you're like on the beam and you know, so those sound. And then I was like, your mom. And all the kids were like, oh, yes, my mom is the worst distraction. You know, the that wonderful mom who's just so happy, that stressful mom who's like, don't forget to do this, this, and this, no matter which, you know, wonderful, darling mother you are. Um, you are not what they're doing in the moment to execute on their performance. So you shouldn't be on their mind, really. Unless, you know, Simone Biles would look at her parents in the stands And she'd feel this sense of calm knowing that she was supported. So what I'm going to talk about in a minute is how everybody's different. Parents, don't be the distraction that derails them, but also ask them what you can do to help them stay focused. So if you are a source of calm for them, find out. If you're not, don't be like, hey, like snapping pictures, standing at the end of their beam. I know you're not, but, you know, take into consideration that You don't want to be talking about anything that's not in the immediate moment. For these kids to find their flow, to really lock in and perform to the best of their physical abilities, they need to be completely present. So don't talk to them about school or scores or outcomes or the next meet or the last practice or anything other than like, where are your feet? That's the only thing you want to be talking about. And that's something I'd love for you to practice doing, even if you're driving them to practice. Don't talk about what's happening in six minutes. Talk about like, ooh, what a pretty tree outside. Help them to dial in and get present because when they can learn how to be present on command, they will have control of their minds. And that is when they become just so amazing, when they fully can control their minds. All right. So I think about the mind as like this monkey. I've been to, I don't know if any of you out there have been to on any kind of vacation where there are monkeys, like these adorable little monkeys. I saw them in Costa Rica. I saw them in Bali. They're these super cute monkeys who you're like, you kind of have to get your phone out and take a picture of like, oh my gosh, I'm right next to a monkey. And meanwhile, as you're taking a picture, little friend monkey is stealing your sunglasses off your head or is taking the ice cream out of your hand or is taking your iPhone. These little monkeys are so naughty and they're so used to all these tourists that they're like, hee, 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 we're gonna just cause all this trouble. Meanwhile, the the tourists are like, but they're so cute, but oh my gosh, where are my sunglasses? So I was in Costa Rica and this these adorable monkeys that we were trying to get these good Instagram shots of were just like terrorizing us. And the local goes, do you wanna know how to get the monkeys to chill out so that you can get a good picture? I was like, yes, please. And so there, so he goes, he grabs a banana, peels the banana, hands it to the monkey, and the monkey sits there like a good little monkey just eating his banana. And we're like, oh, there we go. And then guess what? When the monkey's done with the banana, he goes back to terrorizing everybody again. So if our mind is this little monkey that likes to just jump from thought to thought to pizza to scores to stress to friends to it goes all over the place, right? This this thing in our head, it just like takes these crazy trains all the time. If we want it to stop bothering us, we have to give it a banana. And what I mean by that is we have to give it a job, give it something to do so that it can sit there and do the job. Okay, now, if I were to say to everyone out there, like, this is the job you should give it, 
I would only be helping 10, 20% of you because every one of us is so drastically different and there is no one size fits all mental training. So here's what we do in Perform Happy. We help you to get more aware. Okay, so here's, here's something that you can do right away to get more aware. Figure out in those performances where you nailed it, where you were amazing, when your coaches were like, dang, that was good. What were you paying attention to? Now, many of you might go, I don't know. I have no idea. I wasn't paying attention to anything. I wasn't, I was just doing it. So if you're in that same camp where you're like, I don't know, I'm not sure, then your task is to increase awareness. So as you're training in practice, you want to go, okay, that worked. What was I paying attention to? Like, oh, I was staring at the end of the beam or, oh, I was focusing on really executing my dance or I was focusing on squeezing my core extra tight, or I was saying certain things to myself, or I was counting, or I was singing a song. I mean, really, it could be anything, but find out for you, you already have a ton of evidence of what works for you. So pay attention to that and go, okay, when I'm doing my giants on the bars, if I sing my favorite song, I don't overthink it, and the beat is right, so the timing is good, and I land. Like, cool. Okay, so that's what I want to be focusing on. So you want to figure out, based on your best performances, when you were nailing it, what were you paying attention to? Figure out your ideal focus, okay? this And again, if you don't know, time to start paying attention and finding clues. Anytime you have a great performance, your job is to go, what happened there? What worked? What would I like to repeat, okay? So just starting to pay attention to that is going to help you figure out where you want your focus to go. So if your focus flashlight is flying around at the meet, you can be like, and where are my feet? No, and counting and squeezing. You'll just know the moment you notice that your mind is off doing its thing, you can bring it back to what works for you. Okay. So then in terms of distraction, so at competitions, you've got a lot of things pulling your mind around, right? So I, this last week I had this team write down all their main internal and external distractions. So your internal distractions are maybe you have to go to the bathroom. It's worries. It's being self-conscious. It's like the butterflies in your stomach. So everything that's happening originating from you, which typically are like the biggest ones, right? But then there's also the external, like, oh, I don't like the equipment or, ah, that judge doesn't like me or anything that's around you. You know, my mom is stressing me out. Notice for yourself you athletes out there, what are your biggest potential distractions that happen at competition? Okay, so write those down. And these, again, are going to be different for everybody. Some of us are really visual. So if someone walks past the end of your beam, you're going to be like, oh, no, I can't. Or if you're a sound person, that shout out is going to freak you out. Or if it's something about feeling and you're feeling really shaky, okay, Or if you're getting into the scores, you're doing math in your head about, I have to get this score to get that. Or it's a person. Maybe it's like your old coach who you left in a hurry or you're that girl who bullies you. Like those, you want to know exactly what to prepare for and then have a plan for each one. Okay. Now this is the best part is once you have an idea of what you want to prepare for, you can use it as your focusing superpowers. I'm going to tell you a quick story about my sport of choice these days is Pilates. So I there's this one teacher who teaches my Pilates, and bless her, she's so sweet, but she does something that just irks me every time she like she's. So when you're holding a plank, right? When you're like holding a plank, you don't really want to know if you have a minute left, right? You just want to be like in the zone. 
you know, just holding it out, like letting time be whatever it is, listening to the music. And this girl's like, only one minute left to go, 30 seconds to go, 20 seconds, only 15 seconds. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I end up giving up. I give up at like 15 left because I'm like, that's an eternity. I can't do it. Versus if I don't know how long I'm holding it for, I can kind of stay strong and be present in the moment, right? So I'm sitting here, like she's counting down every single move. And I'm like, this makes this class feel so long and so hard. I was super negative. I was like, I have a sports psychology background. I need to talk to her about flow and helping people stay in the present. Like blah, blah, blah. I was so distracted during class, right? By like judging her coaching. So then I was like, I'm going to say something to her. And then I chickened out and left. Came back, repeat. I'm annoyed. I'm not, then I don't say anything. Chicken out. And so like it just keeps happening. And of course, she's like teaching every single class I take. This is the universe, right? So finally, I was like, I had just been teaching a lot about focus. And I tell the kids, use your biggest distraction as your focusing cue. So that thing that distracts you every time she counts, I'm going to focus on what works for me. And for me, I don't know why this is my thing, but I like to find something shiny. I worked with a figure skater who she could find the, the color red and that would sort of center her in the moment. But if I find something shiny when I'm like dying doing conditioning, it just gives me like a little, ooh, ha, huh, something pleasant. Okay, so if you find whatever, whatever refocus and then also it's the form. So I was telling myself, I wish you would just be adjusting our form instead of counting. So I was like, I'm gonna adjust my own form. I'm gonna get my shoulders down. I'm gonna get my arms strong. I'm gonna get my shoulders off my ears, whatever. Like I'm sort of coaching myself on my form looking at something shiny. And then I completely was able to tune out the counting. I had the best class I'd ever had. I felt super strong. I was like mega sore the next day. And I was like, yes, it works. Okay. So for you guys, figure out your top three distractions. Like let's say it's that mean coach that you used to have. Every time you see that coach, it reminds you to tighten up your core and take a big deep breath if that's what works for you. Okay, so you first have to do the job of getting aware, figuring out what works for you. Then use those distractions as a reminder of like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, I, I, one other quick example, I worked with a swimmer whose ex-boyfriend would show up at meets and she's like, I cannot do well if my ex-boyfriend is there. And I was like, what do you need to do to do well? She's like, well, I need to pull harder. I'm like, okay, so every time you see him, you think pull hard. And that's what she did. And she had a great meet because that's what she needed to do was pull. And she wasn't going to let the monkey go and be bothered with him anymore. The new banana was the pulling hard. Okay. So that's a, like a quick way to get yourself dialed in. Then if you want permanent mental training to really strengthen the ability of your mind, I'm going to talk on that next week. Okay. So I'm going to give you two solutions for not only giving your, your mind a banana, but actually training that monkey to be an awesome little sidekick who is going to help you be better. So tune in next week. Thank you so much for joining me. Good luck this weekend for anybody who has meets and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the perform happy podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.